I will be proud to lead you wonderful guys into battle anytime, anywhere. That's all. It's history in the making. This is the Drake Toll Show. Wednesday. It's the Drake Toll Show. That's Cameron Stewart. Aaron Sexton runs the board. Drake Toll with you. The Texas Rangers are 1-0 in the postseason. You know, Cam, you and I yesterday, we both agreed that the the best way for the Rangers to win a baseball game is to to hit the under. That the pitching yep, staff has said been it so the whole good. Time. Yep. Your starter's gonna have to go seven or eight innings for you, but even if he doesn't, the bullpen can set up, you know, our oldest Chapman, Jose LeClerc have both been so good that we were just waiting, waiting for the Rangers to have the opportunity to show how good this pitching staff can be in the postseason. What what do we say? Pitching wins championships. Pitching wins championships, man. And the Rangers, as they have done all season long relied on pitching to win a baseball game. Yeah. Just like we had it. I mean, no extra base hits for Tampa. Def- or the bullpen was going to shut it down. You were going to force the other team into errors using your speed, not the long ball. Just like we had it all season long, Drake. Just what we thought from this from this speedy Texas Rangers team. Yeah. Yeah. Forcing teams into mistakes. By the way, for a second there I wanted Beasley fired. We're I slowing saw guys up yeah. at third base in the playoffs. We didn't like that. Guys With two outs, too, by the way. In the playoffs. Somebody needed to be left on the tarmac for that. I thought you were going to have him fired into the sun. I couldn't believe the offense, but in the end, it did not matter. The Tampa Bay Rays, this deadly offense that we've been told is so <laughs> good. Look, what? Rose Arena, as long as just let him on. Just let him on. Put him on first. Everybody else kind of stunk for them. Yeah, it was a including starting pitching, by the way. Yeah, which oh we thought would God. be an advantage for so Tampa. Tyler Glasnow goes out yesterday for Tampa, and I thought, I am so out on Tyler Glasnow. He's not I, that I was ever really in the way some other people were, but I to me he's just he's Joe Kelly. What if? And hear me out. He's not that good at baseball. I think that's that's right. Now again, I will have to admit I was wrong. He's he is a thirty game winner. In parts of seven seasons in the MLB, he has won 30 games yeah. total. Seven seasons. I know, I know. It's 2023. We don't do the wins thing anymore. Yeah. But come on, man. 30 Even, wins? Uh, 
Even Montgomery has 10 wins this season. Yeah. For as, as good and, as he's and been. And look, I mean, you saw it yesterday. He's got some good stuff in there, right? He does. He can get nasty. But from one pitch to the next, one breaking pitch to the next, you don't know how nasty he's going to be, whether he's going to be able to locate it. He got, in, he got in trouble with the with the control yesterday like he usually does. This is why he doesn't go into the seventh innings. It's not necessarily this Kevin Cash, hey, we got to play the numbers here. You don't want to see it third time through the order, whatever that may be. It's because he's thrown 100 pitches, which is exactly what he did in five innings yesterday. I mean, this is what this guy is now, and I don't think he ever puts it all together. And look, he's fine, but I don't want to hear that he's this this ace, this Cy Young caliber guy. I would much rather have Jordan Montgomery on my team. I'd much rather have Nathan Avaldi on my team than Tyler Glass now. Eight strikeouts, good. That's, and by yeah. the way, by the way, the three earned runs should have been like six. The yeah. over in this game should hit how it didn't. if the Rangers <laughs> actually score when opportunities are presented. Again, you're holding guys up. You're loading the bases. You're 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 hoping, wishing. So at one point, you got guys in the corners with nobody out, and you still can't find a way out of it. Is this is this similar to our Cowboys discussion the other day? Where I just Cowboys back to, Cowboys blowout win, but this red zone offense isn't going to do it. Right, right. Rangers win, shutout win, but, but the it offense, sh- it, and I agree, it should have been more. Right, the I mean, offense was the worry in this game. What did the, you think? The thing that you need from good offenses is timely hitting in the playoffs. I know that sounds cliche and stupid, yeah. but. The teams that hit the best with runners in scoring position and hit the best with two outs are almost always the team that wins the World Series. Join the conversation on the CMC Auto Group hotline, 254-662-1660. CNC Collision text line is the same thing, 254-662-1660. Call us, 254-662-1660. The Texas Rangers, four. The Tampa Bay Rays, zero. They play again today at 2 o'clock. Glasnow, eight strikeouts, five walks. Yeah. Oof, that's not good. And in Jordan, five innings, five in five and third innings, innings only went five. Now yeah. we we knew he probably wouldn't go past five innings. That seems to be his cap this season. Jordan Montgomery, on the other hand, mm. had pitched two playoff games: one for the Yankees, one for the Cardinals. Prior to pitching now for the Rangers in this playoff Shoved. game, and in those two games, Montgomery went six and two thirds combined in two games of playoff baseball. Yesterday, seven innings. No earned mm. runs, only needed five strikeouts. The defense, his own defense, putting in work. Incredible. Also, Evan Carter is my new did favorite I say, person. Did I say he could be an X factor in this postseason run? I mean, what a time. Did you say that? I, I, I did. I, I said, know you know, that might not be where the Rangers want to be, but yeah. Evan Carter could be a big player, could be an X factor, especially in this series. First hit ever off a lefty in game one of the postseason. Yeah. Yeah. All Kid's ready for the moment. Reaches the base four times. He is 21 yeah, years old in 35 days. He could not have, he couldn't have had a beer. He could have served our country. Yep, of course. For the last three years. But could have could, already died for our country, yeah. Correct. But could not have had a beer until 35 days ago. And isn't going to rent a car for a couple years. No, and he's on his parents' insurance. Yeah. I don't know how that works, by the so. way. I don't know if MLB teams give what the insurance policy already is for the MLB, for those guys. Insurance policy. The, the PA, right? They, they're yeah. going to yeah. give you something. And this kid, uh, he goes out. He was, I don't want to say the star of the show yesterday. Was I mean, felt like a good, like Montgomery is is the star of your show. Yes, he's he's the, the player of the game. Seager, two hits, doing what Seager does. 
Tavares a couple of hits as well, a couple of strikeouts, got to even it out. You know, can't get can't get too. Seager did leave a couple guys on base, but the yeah. Rangers struck out eleven times. Struck out eleven times, and again, Glasnow had eight of those, and you won the game again. What like we there said, are some, there are some negatives to this, but like we said, unbelievably that it was a shutout win. If the Rangers win, it's not going to be the offense. We've been we've been saying this, been on that bandwagon the whole time. We guaranteed. I guaranteed at least that the over would hit in the event of a Rangers win. And again, I think if if the Rangers capitalize on what they should have, if the Rangers would have class, scored more runs, they would have hit the over. Yeah. I think that's unequivocal. Thank you, and that's what I've been trying to say this entire time. <laughs> I think that's it. Now Rangers race today two o'clock. Other scores around the MLB yesterday. Did you watch any of this? This early October wild card baseball. I love this wild card. Do you really? Just love it. Do you really? Yeah, I, I tweeted the it. New I wild mean, card, the three game series. Yes, that and the pitch clock are two of the best things that's happened to Major League Baseball in the last decade, decade and a half. I feel bigger like, bases. I love too because of the more stolen bases. All, all due respect to uh, old people, as they are called. Yes, do they, they like to be called? Yeah. Do they like? These rule changes. If you are an old, are you a fan of you know? Because I, I personally, am not a fan of the pitch clock. Why? I like Why long baseball games. My problem is I go to a Rangers game. I sit down. You know, nobody's ever there for first pitch. Nobody maniacs are there for first pitch. Well, maybe the Rangers. Of yeah, sure. of the dozens of baseball games that I've been to in my life, less than half have I stayed. First pitch to last pitch. Major League Baseball so, games. So why? So you want to continue that? You want to not stay for No, 100%. Game. I love the idea that I show up. It's the middle of the first inning. A couple of outs in the top of the first, maybe. And I go and I sit down for an inning. I eat some sunflower seeds, some peanuts. Cracker jacks, if you will. I get up out of my seat. I go get a beer. In, inside of a bat. I pay $27 for Michelob Ultra inside of a bat because it's cool. It's only like 12 ounces of beer, by the way. This this is the experience. This is the American dream. And then when I come sit back down with my bat of beer and my hot dog, it's the fifth inning. That's what I hate. I want to come back to my seat in that scenario and it'd still be the bottom of the first with one out. And a- Adrian Beltre's walking up to the de- walking up to the box, taking a sweet time. Yep. Brooks Robinson on deck. <laughs> I don't, yes. Now look, if Brooks you, Robinson was on you're deck, you're one of these people that's like, ah, the game. I don't even. I don't need your advanced stats like slugging percentage. Right. I think money. I ball. just like hearing the crack of the bat. That's how I know. You're one of them. Moneyball ruined baseball. Oh, sh- you Give know, it a we're break. sitting here talking analytics and everything. What about a who's guy, the old version? You're talking about this why, thing happened 20 years ago. Who gets in there, got cojones. <laughs> why did he ask for texts from old guys when he is basically an old guy? I mean, alleg- <laughs> yeah, just hit up your buddies, man. <laughs> I didn't. I did not have October 4th as a pitch clock debate. October 4th. I it it also ruins playoff game. I think more than why, anything. Why does it ruin it, man? It, okay, you maybe say that. Right, you say that with the two o'clock games, man. Say yeah. that when it's a 7.30, 8 o'clock game. In the regular season. And then we'll see how old you are. Fine. Have your little pitch clock. Do your thing. Whatever. In the postseason, I like a four-hour baseball game. I want to soak oh, this in. Oh. I like the crowd. And obviously, the pitch clock's not helping fans come to games. Look at the... 19,000 well, I mean, people. Yeah, that, that is... 
obviously an anomaly. They somebody haven't had that in me. over 100 years. Somebody tweeted or texted ridiculous. and said, yeah, but it was in the middle of a work day. You know what? Also you, can playoffs, just, man. you can just not. It is also the playoffs. When you, when that thought, this is not the first game to be playoff right, game to be played in the right. middle of a workday. When that thought creeps in your mind of, well, in it fact, is a work Minnesota day, was in the workday. Just, just completely throw that thought away. Don't tweet it. Don't say it out loud. That's dumb. If you were at work in your cubicle, you're at school right now. You know when I was in school. If the game was a month ago, sure. Right. Nineteen thousand afternoon, whatever. Impressive. That's whatever. Wow, yeah. nineteen thousand on a Friday, two p.m. game. Good for you, Tampa Bay. You know, I used to listen to radio, lunchtime radio, when I was in school. I would sit in my computer class, Miss Dow's computer class. Miss Dow, are you taking note of this? She's he not. She's not paying attention in your class. She's not a teacher anymore. She got in some trouble. Care to go on with that? That's probably going to be a better story than what you're about to tell. Legally. Oh. You cannot comment on it. <laughs> Legally. I can't say anything. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I, let, me get with my, let me get with my lawyers, and I will come back to you on that one. But I would sit in her class and I would listen to local radio, and I would think, hmm, you know, what could I, what could I take away from this? It would make me sound informed in sports. This is mine today. If your thought about the Rays' attendance is, well, it was midday, delete it. Wrong. Delete the thought. Wrong. It's not. Dumb. Welcome to the welcome to the playoff. Now look, if you are a good old blue collar working class American, it happens, man. You can't. You know, you got to cut some trees down. It happens. My my heart goes out to you. You listen to the radio broadcast, and you you cheer on those rays. But also, it's Tampa Bay. We should be able to get out. Of, we should be able to get out of work for a day. How about three straight days? I would Maybe not two. like that. I'm going to need two straight days. I'm going to need the Rangers to close out the series today. Uh, Twins three one over the Blue Jays. Electric, How about that? Electric atmosphere. Eighteen straight playoff losses. It's Down over. the pooper. It is over. Done. The Minnesota Twins. The first, speaking of Moneyball, the final baseball scene in Moneyball, that was the last Twins playoff win before. Yes, Really? I think so. It's definitely the last series win. I, don't, I think they got swept in the championship series. Minnesota 3-1 over the Blue Jays. Diamondbacks 6, Brewers 3. You know, Jeff Passan, they had his uh, ESPN was delayed on this one, which, look, I, I'm wearing the letters across my chest. Yeah, so I've, you know, take a great assault. The brand, here. yeah. Be, I'm gonna try to be the real brand. nice about it. Uh, they released his playoff predictions today, and it's like Brewers, Good. Brewers in the conference champion. It's the Rays in the World Series. Why did we wait till day two of the wild card? <laughs> Somebody's like, oh, Just to drag him. You know, there's that intern. That intern's in there, and he's like, hey, look, I'm gonna post that graphic today, boss. <laughs> so Aaron's running the mothership here. Yeah. The, the mother of the mothership. The mother of the mothership, big brand, not huge baseball people. No, just not. No. Even even for someone who has rights to this series, right? They had like all the games. You would think that they would wait, you know, not wait. That they would just yeah. post it the day before the playoffs. No. Here are our playoff predictions. <laughs> but no, a no. game in with the Brewers in the conference finals and the conference finals. Yep. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm gonna. Go, that's what I'm going with now. It's been so long since the Rangers I'll call were it the there. NLCS, yeah. It's been so long since the Rangers were in the ALCS that I've just completely the the conference championship. I think they can I think the Rangers can make March Madness this year. Uh, I really do. Uh, Super Bowl's a stretch for me, but March Madness for sure. The Frozen Four. Give me Texas oh, Rangers Frozen Four. They're no beanpot team, but and uh, yeah, they had the Rays. He had the Rays in the World Series, which maybe you know, maybe just bold still prediction. could be true. Maybe Jeff Passan was like, "Hey, just don't, just hold the graphic, 
He's like, Jose Siri is due to make a regular play. Yeah. How about the defense? I mean, couldn't have. Ooh. And the announcers Those kept giving a free pass. Who was it, McDonough? It was yesterday. McDonough, yep. Yeah, they kept giving a free pass man, to Tyler Glass now. They're like, you know, Glass now thrown so well, but his defense just can't back him up. Well, my I mean, brother. Glasnow didn't help his own no, case there. I mean, one walks. run literally came in on a on a what was supposed to be a slider, I think, that's way up in the zone. I mean, not even close. He couldn't hit the mid half the time. No. That's what, de- that's what I'm saying about him, though. Like, how do you call a game with him? No, I how don't do you know. go? How, what what three ball pitch do you go with with like, him? He can't locate anything from pitch to pitch. Sinker away, and he throws it and hits which a little was kid the down the third baseline. Opposite of Montgomery, man, he was painting. Yep, just getting, painting with all his pitches. And once it was established that hey, today the river two inches off the plate will be a strike. Montgomery it's a big said, strike zone. Got, which really, I'm just gonna have to throw it there. So he that, was going that, that change up away to righties. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Just, I mean, I know the curveball was dancing, and that's his big thing. But that change up—that's the best I've was seen his changeup. And he, remember, he was challenging with the two seamer too. That was that was good to watch. And Jordan Montgomery's a guy that when he came over from the over from the Cardinals, I thought, okay, whatever, you know, out of the pitching staff that the Rangers have, from Evaldi to it's at good, that point, it's a good piece. Degrom was already out at that point. Yeah, uh, but Scherzer and Scherzer, I don't even know if Scherzer was here yet. But it was a around the same time he came in. It was like, oh, you know, okay, whatever. Here's a guy that will throw a baseball for you, I guess. There are other guys that are good. This, you know, what will he be? Now, how good of a piece will he be? And, and look, his numbers were good, but it's the win loss total that we already talked about. We got to throw out because his teams hate him. Yes, it's a bad clubhouse guy. Because Tyler Glasnow doesn't have enough wins. That's why I'm throwing it out. Uh, Diamondback six, Brewers three. What a road went for the Arizona Diamondbacks. What a what a series of intrigue. We are in a. Can day you of- name a player on either team that's not Christian Yelich? That's going to be tough. Call in. To, call in. If, if you can name a single player. Yeah. 254. I can't. 662-1660. We're in a day and age where the Twins won a playoff game on the same that? day as the Diamondbacks. I can name two players for the Twins. And the Rangers, which that's kind of – the Rangers don't do that a lot, man. It's been a while. They don't do that a Soak lot. Soak it in. Uh, and then the Phillies, 4-1 to one over the Marlins. They continue to just be a team. Both, both of those, to be honest with you. Yeah, just the, teams, man. The Twins, the Diamondbacks, the Marlins, and the Rangers all played in a playoff and series. And like that was supposed day. to be the best division in baseball this year, but the Mets sucked. Yeah. So hard. I mean, obviously Atlanta was really good and and Philly was just you said, I mean, there's kind of there. Remember when we thought kind of mid. We're like, wow, the Mets are geniuses for paying every well, dollar NL that Central exists sucked, so. to build a great baseball team. And that was when they were supposed to be good. And Frank the Tank, much to his dismay. Not doing it. Frank the Tank is not having a good time. Not having a good season for all Frank. Him, KFC, not having great times. You know who else is not having a great season? Please enlighten us. That'd be the new guys in the Big 12. You ever thought about mm. this? You ever thought about this? I well, have. Two games yeah. into the new season for these group of five teams that decided to join the Big 12, and they, they all kind of suck right now. That's up next. This is the Drake Toll Show. This is ESPN Central Texas.
Hi, I'm Baylor alum Dave Smith with RockMyMortgage.com. As an independent mortgage broker with 116 residential and commercial lenders, RockMyMortgage.com is your best option when you need real estate financing. With over 25 years as a mortgage consultant, I'll have you in, out, and saving money with no lender fees and low rates. Whether it's for your personal home, vacation home, or investment property, I have all the options. RockMyMortgage.com, powered by Edge Home Finance, represents you, the Baylor fan, not some big lending company. If you're looking to get pre-approved, visit me at RockMyMortgage.com today. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at CentexSportsFan.com. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, 46 years in a row. Come to the largest showroom in Texas and experience better at Bird Colgen Ford. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 a.m. on Saturday mornings for our post-game injury evaluation clinic. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, we get you back in the game. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Your leader in high school sports. ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. 
Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Drake Toll Show. Happy Wednesday, October 4th. And the playoffs in Major League Baseball. For the uh. first time, they mattered to us as Texas Rangers fans. First time ever. That's a good thing to feel. Been a long time, man. Been a real long time. But here we are. Feels good. You know Does it. what doesn't feel good for some people? <laughs> yeah, some people that you spent some time with this weekend in two different spots. I did. Yeah. I got to see this happen twice. I got to see new Big 12 teams go 1-2 and two this weekend. And the one win courtesy of the fact that two of them played against yes. each other. Yes, yes. <laughs> we, are, we are in a scenario right now with the, with the Big 12 where there are four new teams, UCF, Houston, BYU, and Cincinnati, and they have mm, zero wins against the irate yeah. eight, original eight, and it really makes you think. It makes you ponder. All these UCF fans that were saying, hey, we won a national championship in 2017. <laughs> we're going to dominate the Big 12. All these Cincinnati fans who just went to the college football playoff, you know, make us power five. Welcome to the big time, kiddos. All these Houston fans that love the Astros and the Texans. I mean, they had, a, they, had a, they had a year in 2015 that they thought they should have been in playoff consideration. And, uh... Look, you know, Take that I think if you go to the average Houstonian, is that what, is that it? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And you say, name five Houston Cougars. That's a lot. He's like, can I do the Diamondbacks Brewers series instead? <laughs> yeah. That's Please? a lot. Please, Lord. That's the problem with yes. Houston is you are the, the fifth biggest show in town, if that, right? You're competing yeah. with, you have one of the worst it stadiums. always will be. In the Power Five, I need to upgrade. But the thing is, is unless Houston is really, really good at football and the Astros begin to suck and, the well, the Rockets already suck. The yeah. Texans seem back. And even then, even then, it would take the miracle of Houston being great and the, the professional sports in Houston being bad for that team to get any respect. I don't get no respect. Yeah, I don't think it's, get, I don't think it's getting there. That's a problem I'm more used to, being from Boston. There's just, you, no matter how good BC is, they're never going to be up there. You don't get it as much here in the South, but Houston is definitely, that's a pro sports town. Mm -hmm. And it takes a lot. I mean, even their basketball team is a top five team. I mean, good program. Yeah, yeah. Do you see a ton of fanfare around it? 
No, I if you again, yeah, I know it's, it's tough to come from from us from being Baylor people, but still, <laughs> Baylor is downgrading the downsizing the stadium yeah. by twenty yeah. five hundred yeah. seats. To me, this is this is a little surprising because we've heard all this pomp and circumstance around the UCFs of the world, around Cincinnati's just how college great football this playoff. This is for the conference, and then here it is. The one team that you hold out on a bit still is BYU because they played Kansas close, but then again, it's also Kansas. Now, it's not your grandma's Kansas. It's also Kansas? Really not your grandma's Kansas. Kansas. it might be your grandma's Kansas. She probably has seen yeah. a good Kansas football team at some point in her probably. life. Probably. She's still, she's, still, she's still with us. We're good. Yeah, I told you this weekend we're going to see her. You're going to see her this weekend? Yeah. 91, is that right? She's 91? 90. 90. Okay. Born in 33. Well, excuse me for being so crass. So she was younger than I am now when Wilt the Stilt was at Kansas. Okay. Basketball. So she wasn't, was she, did she remember watching Wilt the Stilt? <laughs> I don't think so. One time we asked her, so uh, my dad got him? my dad got real into Buddy Holly late in life. He's still alive too, but within the Buddy last Holly 10 years or so. Buddy Holly is not still alive. Uh, no, 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 no. Bill I, is still alive, my dad. Okay, yeah. your dad's still alive. Um, and it's tech week. We can talk to say, this. I was going to have some really bad um, news for you. So... Uh, he had yeah. asked. Went on the big Bopper concert this, last week. Guys, getting up there. There Guys was some getting uh, up there. There was some like website that shows all his old shows, and he played in Boston like the day before my dad was born. And so he asked my grandmother. He was like, "Are you a Buddy Holly fan at all?" And she was like, "You know, I I can't say I'm too much of a fan, but we used to watch Beverly Hillbillies all the time." <laughs> no, Grandma, that's Buddy Epsom. <laughs> That's not Buddy Holly. And I'm sorry, if you don't know who Buddy Holly is by name, you're you're not. It's going to take a while to peel back that layer. Like, that was a big story. Who was anyway, it? Was it uh, so, who, was the, who else did we lose in that plane crash? It's the Big Bopper. Yep. Buddy Holly. Richie yep. Valens. Richie Valens. Ricardo Valenzuela. La Bamba. Yeah. <clears throat> Donna. Which, Come on, let's go. 17 years old, man. In a way, Oof. all circles back world to them. the fact. I'm older than Buddy right now. That. BYU is the only team we still have to hold out on. They have right. Keaton Slovis. That's, a good that's quarterback. it. That's what it all comes back to. Can you name the starting quarterback for all four of the new teams? No. Okay. Emory Jones at Cincinnati. Okay, that was that was the one I didn't know. I can do the other three, right? Because it's the tech guy at Houston, which is, don't tell me, Donovan Smith. Donovan Smith. And I can give you two at UCF. If I give you four total, does that count? Yeah, you, yeah I, I'll take it. I all right, accept. I'll give you Timmy McLean and John Rice Plumley. Timmy McLean, USF, yep, 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 to UCF. And then John Rice Plumley, Ole Miss to UCF. Right. I, do, do any of these four teams, now that Baylor has beaten who I thought was the best of the four teams. Might still be, but I yep. thought head-to-head UCF beats BYU, Cincinnati, and Houston. Now, Baylor, who has been the, the scrub of the Big 12. Scrubby. Has been. The scrub, well, they were one the, of the scrubs. They, are the, they were the 14th, right, in a Oklahoma conference State's that has like eight teams that just really suck right yeah. now. A lot of these teams <laughs> blow, which makes it almost worse that these new guys are, are playing so poorly. The fact that West Virginia, who was picked 13th in the conference, replaced its entire receiving and cornerback core, replaced a good portion of its coaches out of necessity and has anybody at quarterback. Like you <laughs> and I can play quarterback right now for Pretty West much. Virginia. Garrett Green's not that good. A kid named Nico Marchiol had like 61 passing yards and they won the game. They're making it work. And they are a top five team undefeated in big 12 play right now. That's how bad this league is. 
And the new guys, the new guys. Cannot keep up with even that. They're still bad. <laughs> they suck, man. And I do think UCF is better than what they showed uh, in the second half on Saturday. And I think John Rice Plumley, that name in particular, is going to be the one carrying the new four. Yeah. For this year and possibly next year as well. They need He's the bright spot. They need because I think UCF is is a good team. I think John Rice Plumley well, has his like COVID year. We're the same age, so he has his COVID year. He can come back for another year at UCF. May have redshirted a year at Ole Miss. There are guys playing there that's my age. Yeah, yeah. Say the word COVID, you're good. I wonder if TJ Franklin is listening. Shout out seven, right? Yeah, him and Bryson Jackson. It's both, Bryce. Maybe it's Bryson years. Jackson. It's seven years. I don't. I don't yeah, know. Is so. TJ Franklin seven years? It's the gift that, that sounds keeps on right. Giving. I think we overlapped. It's the gift that keeps on. His dad's been at games for a long, long time. Long. Yeah. Time. Is it his dad? I know he's connected with. It's TJ. his dad. Yeah. It's, it's his dad, Mister okay. Sickum. I believe they call him Mister Sickum. The band gets the place hype. If you don't know who we're talking about, I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, so <laughs> I, I can't help you there. UCF now sits yeah. at three and two. BYU is four and one. Good for them. Since he has fallen to two and three with a loss to Miami of Ohio. Hey, but is, but if you said twenty years ago I lost to Miami, that's that's not bad, right? And Houston at years ago. two and three with a loss to Rice, zero oh and two in Big Twelve play. The only new guy with a win in Big Twelve play is BYU be- over Cincinnati because they played another new Big Twelve team. I think this is proof that all this noise—it's a long game for these guys. About how oh you know we're going to get to the Big Twelve, and I'm not, I don't know if every fan base was saying this, but I heard a lot of the. We're going to be good. We're going to win. You know, bah. Oh, yeah. Take that. There's a lot of that, especially UCF. Right. More so than anybody else, probably. Yeah. Hey, we're here. We we would have smoked you guys when we won the national championship yeah. six years ago. So now we're here, and we're going to be big time. We're going to be power five. And Baylor exponentially <sighs> worse start. than when UCF beat them now almost yeah. 10 years ago. And Baylor wins the football game on the road. No one's in the stands. Bad optics for the Central Florida yeah, Knights. Look good. Bad optics for the Knights, and in all, the the king, the king of the new teams lost to Baylor, who, if the last five weeks have told us anything, is really bad at the game of football. Yeah. It's not a great look for UCF. No. And it's going to be a long basketball season for him, too. That's a big thing, man. Everybody in the Big 12 gets a gauntlet of four games. Like, this is a four-game stretch for a, a, a BYU. You're going to play Kansas. Baylor, Iowa State, and Houston. And in, in, that's your four-game, two-week stretch. Tough. What do we do with that? How do we, you know, if you're BYU, if you're UCF. Or UCF, yeah, or even Cincinnati at this point. I know right. they've got a better program Post overall. Cronin, but, not uh, good. Not yeah, good for you, man. A lot. That's going to be tough. Uh, we have one texter here, Marte. Thank you. Who says, you did say Baylor was going to lose to UCF. I did. And Baylor did lose. I to UCF. picked a victory. Did I think it was going to happen? Not really, but a I large did pick portion it. of that game. That's the first time I picked Baylor to lose a football game. I think this season, by the way. Wow. I've really been riding this whole homer. And thing. you, your your ultimate prediction that you've predicted, I think every game but Long Island almost came true, where you have said Baylor's going to lose. They're going to lose close. Everyone's going to be proud. They're going to do a BU chant B-U. at the end. BU. And they did do that at the end, but they won. So that was the closest you've come to being right with that. True. Coming up, Texas Rangers play today, 2 o'clock. We got a Texas Tech grad, but no Baylor TTU talk, no butt talk. Bryce Patrick joins the show. This is the Drake Toll Show.
Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. At CMC Auto Group, we don't have a popcorn machine in the lobby or any other crazy gimmick to get you in the door. I'm Justin Kramer. When you walk in, you will be greeted by me or Julio. We have been selling quality, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for the last 20 years by offering upfront best cash price to save you time and money. At CMC Auto Group, I want to invite you to come by Highway 6 in Imperial, shake my hand, and see what makes us different. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Attention coaches and parents. Just like you prioritize proper nutrition and conditioning for your kids on game day, remember their dental health too. Stonewood Dental is your mouth's defensive coordinator, preventing toothaches and injuries that could bench them for the season. Their winning playbook. Biannual checkups for cleanings and proactive oral health strategies. Stonewood Dental has you covered on and off the field. Call Stonewood Dental for a winning smile. Don't compromise. Get the treatment you deserve. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch, La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Come check out the end of summer clearance sale at Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats. Many of our boats are now priced as low as they can go. You don't want to miss out on these incredible deals. Also, for a limited time, we're offering free accessories packages worth up to $2,750 with select Yamaha boats. Imagine the satisfaction you would feel owning a new boat. Visit our website, MarinelandWacoYamaha.com, or Google Marineland Boating Center. You can see in our reviews why we are the highest rated boating center in Central Texas. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball! For over 30 years, you've counted on the family of Diamore Fine Jewelers to make life's most precious memories unforgettable. Diamore specializes in full custom designs, including custom CAD renderings, 3D wax printing, and a team of friendly custom jewelry experts. 
Diamore Fine Jewelers will be there for your custom engagement ring when she says yes and for the next 30 years. Thank you for choosing Diamore Fine Jewelers. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. It is so seductive. Drake told Cameron Stewart, Aaron Sexton runs the mothership. The Texas Rangers, Bryce Patrick of Locked On Rangers with us right now. Bryce, I told everybody yesterday that the Rangers pitching staff and bullpen has been so, so good that it would have to be a low-scoring game if the Rangers were going to beat the Rays. We all saw this coming. Yeah, definitely. We all saw four errors coming from a team that normally is is not bad defensively. I mean, they got a bunch of guys in weird positions, but that's just the raise. And, and normally they're fine. But that that game yesterday, that was about as sloppy as I've seen a playoff game in a, a long time. Bryce, could you have imagined that the one Texas Rangers in the year of our Lord 2023 would have a starting pitcher go seven great innings of shutout work and then the bullpen come in and close out a win? Because I I don't know if I've seen that this year. Well, I mean, the first part, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Because the Rangers have had some some great starts and some pretty consistent starters. I mean, Nathan Eovaldi was phenomenal in the first half of the season. Dane Dunning's been pretty darn consistent. And, uh, you know, Jordan Montgomery's been absolutely nailed since he got here. But the bullpen, well... I mean, that's the thing about bullpens is they're all finicky. And, like, most of the time that's worked in the against the Rangers. But at this point in time, it might be working for them because they've got guys with good stuff back there. And, you know, you're not asking these guys to be amazing for six months. You're asking them to be amazing for two, three, maybe four weeks. And they've got the guys who can do that. And Jose Leclerc looks absolutely amazing right now. I mean, these guys have been terrible all year, but they're finding their stride at the exact right moment. Yeah, Bryce, you kind of touched on it in that last answer, but you've said on Locked On Rangers that this is we, – we talked a lot about the bullpen yesterday, and you had offered up that I think this is a bullpen that can win a World Series for the Rangers. So is it just that, that these guys are talented enough that they can, that they can get hot for a little bit, or is there something deeper you're seeing there? I think that's what it comes down to is that the Rangers have some guys who are very volatile, which is like – every single bullpen. I mean, even the teams with great bullpens, like the Mariners this year, like the Orioles, I mean, even those teams are concerned about their bullpens being able to hold on. And like, all you have to do is just not blow up that often. And these guys are K 
capable of doing it. I mean, Aroldis Chapman has had his issues in the ninth inning and save situations, and he, he absolutely cannot pitch on back-to-back days. But in the right situation, he's pretty darn good. Will Smith has kind of blown up in the second half. I don't know how much they'll use him. But, I mean, we saw him do that in 2021 where he was very volatile during the regular season. And then he was the Braves closer that won them a World Series. And then, you know, guys like Josh Spores, like Brock Burke, they've had their moments in the playoffs. And Chris Stratton has been pretty consistent, a little bit overworked, but he's had about a week off. So he should be plenty fresh. So, I mean, they've got guys that are okay. It was just like the collective mind funk that settled in on these guys. It was contagious. And now I think them getting hot and figuring things out might also be contagious and work in the Rangers' favor. And Bryce, uh, looking through your tweets yesterday, and I follow along with a lot of your Rangers stuff, and the dear God, do not put Chapman in here. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. Was, I think was, we were all thinking that. Right, which it turns out, if you look at this season, eighth inning, Aroldis Chapman has been so good. It's just seventh and ninth inning, Aroldis Chapman that has fallen apart. Uh, but Bryce, I, I, we had mentioned on the top of the show today that I am so surprised that the Rangers left so many runs on the border, on the bases in this game, and and still got the win. I mean, that's I'm having a heart attack in the fourth through seventh innings where it feels like every inning, you know, especially as bad as Tyler Glasnow was there at the close, that the Rangers just weren't capitalizing. The pitching staff did hold it together. I, I just don't think the Rangers can keep getting away with, hey, we've got guys in scoring position, especially when a starter is, is rattled and leaving them out there. Well, the thing is about this offense is that, like, there's been a lot of people who complain about, especially in August when the offense kind of dried up because they had, like, three all-stars on the injured list. I was like, this isn't the same offense. But the thing that this offense does really well is that they make pitchers work. They don't beat themselves. They don't have weak at-bats. And when they've got a guy on the ropes, sometimes they'll get the big hit. Sometimes they'll get the three-run homer. This team leads the league by a wide margin in walks with the bases loaded. And that's a way to score a run. They do a good job of like taking the extra base. They do a good job of, they scored two runs on errors and like they use their speed to force the Rays into keep making these misplays. And so like, yeah, going two for 13 with runners in scoring position isn't great, but like they do enough to get runs across and they're not going to force things. That's the thing I really like about this offense. And you also have to get some credit to Tyler Glass now. He's an incredible pitcher. He had eight strikeouts in that game. And that's something that Glass now has done consistently is get himself out of jams because his stuff is just so darn good that even if he, you know, walks a couple runners or has the bases loaded, gets himself into a jam, he can get himself out with how good his stuff is and getting swings and misses from even really good disciplined hitters. So it's a little bit of, Tyler Glasnow was really good, and also they just kind of did what they needed to. And if they needed to score more runs, then maybe they would have. But at the end of the day, they won. They won by four, and it was kind of comfortable, as comfortable as you can be in a playoff game with this bullpen. And with that offense that you're talking about, I mean, obviously it takes a dip the last month, month and a half of the season. Uh, But to be able to get shut out in your last game, which they went in as a must-win game basically on Sunday – and to just turn it around, your fate's totally different. Now you're going on the road. It, it's a tough reset. And they, I mean, grind out a victory offensively with you talked about at the walks, even though they couldn't get the timely hitting, they were still able to get into that bullpen early in the game. Is that a positive sign to you? Like like that, that that's not going to happen again, They but they can grind out a victory if they need to? Or do you see it more as a negative of teams that win World Series get big knocks with guys in scoring position? 
I mean, guys will do it all kinds of different ways. And that's, again, like I said, this offense will do it in whatever way is presented to them. If they need to win a game by hitting a bunch of solo home runs, they did that the last couple weeks of the season. If they need to do it by hitting really well with runners in scoring position, they've shown they're capable of doing that. And if they need to grind out a pitcher's duel, they've even done that in the past couple of weeks. The victories the last couple of weeks have really shown a variety of being able to do things different ways. And, and yeah, that was, that was a tough way to go out on Sunday. And uh, there was a lot of discourse about, Oh, should they have not celebrated the playoff birth on Saturday? I think that's a little bit of hogwash nonsense because if they did the same, if they didn't party at all, George Kirby's still a really good pitcher and he shut them down. And sometimes that happens even to the best offenses. But I think the, the leadership of Bruce Bochy, even though I've had some issues with some of his lineup decisions and some other stuff that he's done, like the ability to keep this team on track and, you know, these losses like that, where you lose the division on the last day or that series against the Astros where they got their, their butts kicked mightily at home, a place where they've played really well all year. And to just like not let that phase them at all. I think that's a huge sign to Bruce Bochy. And I mean, we saw them last year with this new wild card format in the NL we saw the two wildcard teams take down those top seeds. So there's a rest versus rust element. I think that could end up helping the Rangers. Now everybody could use some time off this time of year, but like, I don't know. They looked like a team that was completely well rested. I thought they might come out flat, but they came out the exact opposite of that. Uh, Tampa Bay came out really, really flat. And I think that, you know, winning the first game of this series is absolutely critical. And I think they could wrap it up today. Is Bruce Bochy still your manager of the year? Absolutely. I think I think just the the touch that he's put on this team with how things went in August, the injuries that they sustained. Like, yeah, the, there's some questions about his, you know, managerial tactics at times, but like just keeping the the optimism and the level headedness throughout all the incredible peaks and valleys of this season, which have been so high and so low. I think that he just kind of has to be it going from 94 losses to 90 wins, even though it ended the way it ended on game 162. Like that is a huge turnaround and a lot of credit goes to him. So you're not leaving Tony Beasley on the tarmac. No, no. And that decision, that was a close decision. And you know, it comes down to, yeah, maybe Jonah Heim could have scored probably, but you've got Marcus Simeon coming up. Who's coming off a hundred RBI season. And he's one of your big guys, and you trust him in clutch spots. And you give him the the option there. And he didn't come up, and that happens. But I would do that again. I'd trust Tony Beasley. Yeah, that was a, a questionable call. People were making out to be like, oh, for sure, he a 1,000% would have been safe. Maybe. But then <laughs> then you have a, a runner thrown out of the plate. You're talking about losing guys on the base path. Yeah, and you're, <laughs> you're running into outs. Exactly. Or like a single by Marcus Simeon in the next at bat, you score two runs as opposed to just yeah. one. Yeah. And, you know, or he gets a walk and Corey Seager's up with the bases loaded. Like it's, it's a tough call. It's 50, 50. Maybe I would have sent him there, but like, I don't think Beasley is, is that much to blame for, for making that call. Like it's, it's a tough call and I trust his expertise over my television view. Bryce Patrick of locked on Rangers with us here. I am, uh, Bryce, getting a signal from my program director that I'm likely fired after this segment because we've gone 10 minutes without saying the name Evan Carter. <laughs> I mean, what a random, awesome spark for this team. He has been absolutely exceptional. I got to watch him in person in Frisco about 
two, three weeks ago. Gosh, has it really been? That's wild. Wow. Think about <laughs> that's we're just as, what a sentence. <laughs> you just said two it doubles. Might have been, been a month ago. Actually, it was probably it was definitely closer to a month ago because I'm just bad at keeping track of time. But because <laughs> he was called at the beginning of this month. But the thing that blows me away with him and why I think he's been so successful, and I haven't, I thought it might have been a little early to call him up just because he's played such a long season. And I mean, this is basically his third full season. His first full season was cut short by injuries. He played like 30 games that year. Um, and he's coming off the year where he doesn't play indoors like the rest of the Rangers. He plays outside in Frisco. And so like the wear and tear of the Texas summer is, is a bit much on him, but he's, he was 20 years old when when we talked to him at media day uh, at the beginning of the year. And the kid just acts like a grown adult. Like he seems to have his life very much together. Like he's got such a great head on his shoulders. Like it's so impressive for a kid at his age. Actually, maybe he's 21 beginning of this year or just turned 21. I can't remember. But he's incredibly young, incredibly poised. And that's why, like, I think he's having this success. And he's just like, yeah, I'm just playing baseball. And these guys are a little better than the other guys that I've played against. But like, and it doesn't matter to me. I'm just going to go have a two-for-two two day with a couple of doubles and his first hit off a lefty of Major League lefty. Of course, it's a double in a playoff yeah. game in a clutch situation. This kid is the truth. And, you know, they got another kid coming behind him in Wyatt Langford, who some people think might be better than, than Evan Carter, yeah. which is just absolutely wild. And, and speaking of another kid, 33-year-old Nathan Avaldi takes the mound today. Has had some postseason success before, kind of limping into the start, the last couple of starts he's had on there. You can't expect seven shutout innings like he got from Montgomery yesterday, but do you expect he, like his teammates did yesterday, kind of flips the switch and gets the Rangers the start they need in, in a game two with, with still some of, the, some of the high leverage guys available? I think so. I'm a big believer in Nathan Evaldi. I mean, the, the big question about him since he's come back is it, it was the same situation as last year in Boston. Last year in Boston, he had a great first half. He was phenomenal. He got hurt. He came back. The velocity wasn't the same, so he wasn't the same. And that's kind of what it was for his first two, three starts off the IL this year. But in his last start, he starts throwing 95, about as hard as he was throwing beforehand, which I did not see coming. I didn't think he was going to get that velo back this year. I thought it's like, all right, well, He's going to just kind of nibble and fight his way through. But even though he got lit up in that start in Seattle, like the velocity coming back, I was like, okay, that's a huge sign for him that hopefully he can be better. Like It was just not a great start for him. But I mean, even when he did have his velocity, sometimes you have bad starts and Seattle was really feeling themselves right then. So I don't think he's going to have seven shutout innings. If he can give you five or six with, one or two runs that's great you pat him on the back say good job and um you see what the rest of this bullpen can do there's hopefully going to be no role this chapman today because like i said he's terrible in back-to-back days but you got josh spores there you've got uh brock burke there maybe will smith gets some time and you've still got jose leclerc who can go on back-to-back days if you've got a save situation hopefully the rangers just pour a crap ton of runs on the phrase team, make it real chill nice. throughout the game. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're going to do that. That'd be really cool. But uh, I, I mean, this phrase team is really good. Zach Eflin's a really good starter for them. Who's going today. It's going to be a tough series, but grabbing that game one is huge. And since you don't really know who's going in game three, maybe it's Dane Dunning on short rest. This feels like it, 
it's hard to say is a must win in a three game series when you won the first game, but it would be really, really nice to close this out with Eovaldi and Jordan Montgomery being the only starting pitchers that you use. That's what makes three gamers great. They're all must win. They're all must, all must win. win. <laughs> I, uh, Bryce, before we get you out of here, we talked about Evaldi going today. Zach Eflin on the other side. A couple of pros, pros. Yeah. Right there. What Just what gives the Rangers veteran. an edge today? Where can the Rangers win this game? I think they can win it by Adolis Garcia coming through in a big way. He had two of the hardest hit balls in yesterday's game, including a 110-mile-an-hour liner, liner that hit off of glass now oh. leg. Thankfully, he was okay, Like, but he seemed to kind of lose his command after that. I mean, Adolis Garcia is a guy who comes up in huge spots often, frequently. I mean, we could see another great game from Evan Carter. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Corey Seager is a postseason legend, had a great day yesterday. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this lineup didn't come through that much in huge spots yesterday. They did enough. But we've seen them have these great, great games, even against good starters. I mean, in a game where they clinched, they really got to Luis Castillo, who is one of, if not the best starter, starting pitcher in the American League. So I think that they can really make Zach Eflin work. They can get to this Rays team. They've got a great bullpen, and they're going to have a lot of bullpen arms. Like, it, we might see F1 go, like, three innings, and the Rays have legitimately six great relievers. But this lineup is good, and it has been at full tilt for the last month of the season. I think we could see a great game from Adolis Garcia and maybe even Marcus Simeon. I think that would be great. But this lineup is great. And I'm really hoping that they can close this out so I can just have a couple of days off, just chill before the ALDS. No kidding. That'd be awesome. Hey, Bryce Patrick, thanks so much for joining the uh, Drake Toll Show today here at ESPN Central Texas. Hey, thanks for having me. Bryce Patrick, Locked On Rangers. <sighs> I just, for like mental health, all things considered, my rest, the opportunity to watch the Rangers play in Arlington in a playoff mostly game. Just, yeah, mostly just getting a clean weekend where you can just focus on football ruining your Would life. be great. Yeah, Would be great Not for the Rangers to win today. You know what, Cam? There's some big 12 games this weekend. Texas, Oklahoma, the Red River Rivalry. Yeah, the, all right. The Red River Rivalry is coming up. This is the Drake Toll Show. The Bears are back home at McLean Stadium this Saturday, hosting Coach Joey McGuire and the Texas Tech Red Raiders on Go Gold Weekend in Waco. 5 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show with a 7 p.m. kickoff. Join John, JJ, and Ricky for all the play-by-play. It's the Bears and the Red Raiders. Big 12 football this Saturday, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. I need a partner I can count on. That's Genco and me. Genco is my credit union. They're always there for me. They're people I trust. They treat me like family. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. 
at Waste Connections, they keep Central Texas clean. Waste Connections provides trash pickup and recycling services to Waco area homes and businesses. Remember them when you need residential garbage service, commercial dumpsters, and garbage collection, bulk item pickups, trash compactors, or construction and demolition roll-offs. They would be honored to be your service provider. Waste Connections, 254-840-4060, 1910 South Main Street, McGregor, and at wasteconnections.com. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch, La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Jeff Hunter Toyota has been part of the Waco community for over 30 years. I'm Amy Hunter, and we believe in its people, and we honor its history. We're proud to call Waco home. That's why we support the Baylor Bears, lend a hand to Fuzzy Friends Rescue, and aid the Waco Goodfellas. We also believe in hard work, the value of a dollar, and providing a quality product. That's what you'll find every day when you shop at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Hi, this is Chuck Morgan of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the home of Baylor Athletics and Rangers Baseball. ESPN Central Texas. Dooley Noted Law is a firm without the sledgehammer. I'm Michael Dooley, and you don't have to press one to talk. I'm not a fast food restaurant, and I don't wear a suit and tie, unless you want me to. I've met so many Central Texans who want to start a business with an online service. Cheap on the front end, but it creates a poor foundation. Duly Noted Law creates an affordable, strong base to keep the money that you've earned in your pocket. Let's meet at DulyNoted.com, a human side of the law. Extraco banks have made so much of our company growth possible. They tailor everything to us. We want to innovate and we're willing to take the risk, but they help us mitigate that risk, limit the downside, Jason Collier is more than just a banker to us. It's been a great partnership, without which we could not have grown our business like we have. To learn more, visit ExtracoBanks.com. ExtracoBanks is member FDIC. Elevate your career with a new job at Time Manufacturing Company. First, second, and third shifts are available. CNC machinists start at $21 an hour. Welders start at $22 an hour. And second and third shift differential is an additional $250 an hour. Time Manufacturing is a leading global manufacturer of vehicle-mounted aerial lifts, digger derricks, bucket trucks, and bridge inspection equipment. Drop by their location at 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Waco is known for Texas traditions, a booming economy, and a world-class university. It's a great place to live, and Monk Wilson Mandela is a proud member of the Waco community. Monk Wilson is a business law firm with deep Waco roots. They are proudly embedded in the Waco community and understand the immense potential of this growing city. Their attorneys live in Waco. They understand the court system unique to Waco and throughout Texas. When Monk Wilson attorneys represent you, they help you grow your business and bring relevant ideas to market. More importantly, they protect your business locally and nationally. They believe in the power of passionate people and innovative ideas. They believe in Waco. Learn more about Monk Wilson Mandela's Waco office by calling 254-362-2300 or visit their website, monkwilson.com. 
That's M-U-N-C-K-Wilson.com. That number again, 254-362-2300. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. I just uh, got a text. I'm in a a group chat. I think this is a sign of being an adult. Wow. At your age, you can maneuver that? The old man that you are? I can send texts in group chats. I'm in a group chat with my dad and all of his buddies from, like, high school and college, which is pretty interesting that they added me. interesting. If my dad had friends from high school and college, I'd probably be in one, too. Coming of age, it's like, all right, I'll be added in this group chat. That's fine. They send you random stuff. Uh, they're not talking about their wives. I hope. No, no. Okay. Is it all like all right. old man memes? Right, right, right. So like, yeah, right, they're like months old, and they <laughs> just love them. And it's and dormant laugh. for weeks. At Bad a time. luck, Brian, <laughs> with some text underneath. <laughs> Scumbag Steve. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just saw this meme. It's yeah, getting yeah. to them. Uh, well, I mean, Aaron, you also got to take into account this is Arkansas. Yeah, things yeah. take a while to get to them. Too. Very true. So, like a week ago, we have Memphis barbecue. What's What's the best one, right? So that's that's kind of the gist of what they sent. Is it, is someone going, or is this just debate topic? Don't know. You know that that, that would context be really funny if it given. was the latter. <laughs> just like let's just talk about it. Yeah. I know it's close enough, Memphis, but uh, yeah. then today this morning it's 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 kicked back up. It says uh, they send a news article, right, which is always a always good. Great. There has been an explosion of syphilis cases in South Dakota, mm. including among children who contracted the disease. Through their mothers, the State Department of Health is trying to fight back. What exactly (laughs) the State Department of Health is trying to fight back against, outside of syphilis, is something that I'm curious of. Yeah. But they didn't, they did the old man thing. They didn't send the actual article. It's just a screenshot of the headline. So that's all that you get. (laughs) That's news, baby. And then, even better, it, you know, a couple hours of not really much response, someone sends... R.I.P. Steve Harwell. Damn. Somebody once told me the world was going to roll me. Was that today? They sent that? Yes. Okay. That was Just about to check that an out. hour ago. <laughs> Steve Harwell has been dead for weeks. Yeah. Somebody... <laughs> Just told my father's uh, high school, college group chat. Now, that is interesting because, like, it's not, he's not an A-list celebrity, right? So if you don't hear about that at first, that's one that slips onto the cracks. You know, you're not seeing tributes to Steve Harwell a month later. You're not doing, like, a live concert for him. That's one, if you miss it, you missed it. Yeah, yeah. That's, so that's more interesting to me that he just got it a few weeks. He's just a few weeks behind. Right. Where did that come from? It's like three days behind Arkansas. What did he see? There are no new articles or new happenstances. Nobody's doing a, you know, a, a, this is where Zucker, Zuckerberg's promoted posts are really winning over right. from 26 days he ago. He saw the syphilis thing and was like, what, what, what else has been going on in South Dakota? And it's just one of those syndicates that has the national like, story. Oh, you're not going to believe that. God Guys, bless. you are not going to believe this. Steve Hartwell, you know, first, Kenny, first Kenny Rogers. <laughs> now this. Steve Harwell's dead. Mm. I have to go about Wait my Wait till he hears about Johnny Cash. We had to show up, we had to show up Buddy Holly. Go uh-huh. floor him. No. That's, that's going to floor You're him. You're kidding. Uh, I, um, looking around the Big 12 this weekend, we got some ball games. A Friday night game between Friday Kansas State. Night. Let's, let's tell that story. What story? <laughs> Kansas State or no, the Friday KDTX night? The, yeah, 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 yeah. 
KWT. I, I read it on KWTX about the girl who oh, wrote the song. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah, oh! You didn't go. want me to. You didn't want me to break down that I think you should leave Tim Robinson skit. You wanted me to uh, talk about the heart like a truck song. You yes. know it. I got a heart wow. like a truck. Is that a commercial? It's I believe, been rug, I, I believe it's, it's on a commercial, mug. right? For maybe I a believe truck it's a or truck something. commercial. I think it's yeah. Chevy. I'm not sure. Okay. What a whiff, by the way. What just a swing and a miss. <laughs> oh, you hear that? They mentioned truck in that song. We should use it on one of our commercials. Wee-wee. But hey, song of the year voted by somebody. Right. Did somebody get, voted it the song Academy? of the year. Somebody voted that as the song of the year. Uh, it hasn't won. As I understand, it has not won. Song but, of the year. I mean, it's something you've heard. It's infectious. You hear it all the time. Is Whether you Lainey love Wilson? it or Is love to Wilson? make fun of it. Huh? Lainey Wilson? Sure. She's got something else like a truck. Sure. Yeah. I, uh, anyway, it was written by a girl from Waco. Yeah. Midway High School, Baylor University graduate. Wow. She went double whammy. She's going to yeah. die here. She's doubled down in Waco. She is going to die here. Waco, it's, some would say Waco has a heart like a truck. Like a truck. Good for her. Whoever voted that song as song of the year. Interesting. I got also a friend on Sunday said he he liked Casey Fossum growing up. You ever heard of Casey Fossum? I, don't, I can't say that I have. He was a pitcher in the major leagues. He came up with the Red Sox. He was traded for Kurt Schilling in Arizona. That was the big deal. Wow. Um, and he was like, yeah, I was Old a lefty, so I like Casey Fossum. And I said, my brother, do you know where Casey Fossum's from? Waco, Texas. Wow. Midway High School. Wow. That's big. That's big. Good for us. No, I don't even know if anyone listening knows who Casey Fossum is. Who'd have thought? Yeah, if you if you have heard of Casey Fossum, <laughs> call us. 254-662-1660. Share your Casey Fossum stories today. CMC Auto Group. He might be listening to us now. If he was no longer with us, that would be one that would slip through the cracks if you didn't hear about it the first day. Correct. Last week in the Big 12, BYU over Cincinnati 35-7. to The Cougars. Not that you wouldn't hear it. Just that if you didn't hear it the first day. BYU could get votes. If they're not getting votes now, they should. They could be ranked soon. They've got a, they've got a decent they, look, little football team The LDS down there Church, they've got enough of a grip. They could, we could probably they've get... They've got people everywhere. They'll get some votes. Right. That's what I'm saying. What's wild about BYU is when you know Army and Navy play in Charleston, places packed. Because if you're in the Army or the Navy, you go to the game. When BYU plays in... Well, you saw that one that was the, the soccer game, Iowa State, yeah. on a Monday night in Ames. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it, it's like Army or Navy. They're just or Notre Dame to a certain extent. Because mm-hmm. you go they're on, everywhere. That's not a bad thing. Like BYU they're just, plays they're TCU and everybody who's on mission McAllen. I <laughs> yeah. like the drive. Makes the drive. I like the drive. You yeah. know, you're on mission. You're better off being in that mission in South Dakota now. Amarillo. Make the drive. And you do it and and you go. I mean, trust me, there are some places in Fort Worth that need a mission. Texas over Kansas. Places here that need a mission. Forty Brother. to fourteen. Yeah. Oklahoma. That one got out of hand. Yeah. Were you surprised that? Because it was close at halftime. Uh, it was 13 7. Texas rolls. Is this shocking to you? I just, it's still can't. It's a little surprising. I, I mean, it, it's, yeah. No, it's surprising because I think Kansas is good. I think Texas is a tier higher. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. not two tiers. Higher. Texas is 5 and 0 right I think now. Texas is really good. They are the best team in the Big 12, they have the best roster in the Big 12. They, they have zero excuse. If Texas does not win the conference, there is no excuse for that. No excuse. It starts to, this weekend with them. It would take some colossal injuries. It would. Yeah. For them yeah, not to win the Big 12. The last decade plus, we haven't been able to say that in terms of they have it all set up. They've always had talent, but you were like, well, oof, 
They have talent, but they play Tech on the road. Yeah, yeah. And Kansas State's hot. They 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 play them in the road, and I don't know if you're going to beat OU. Like you don't have that anymore, right? With Texas, you it is. If if your quarterback's in there the whole season, you should be playing in Arlington. Speaking of OU, fifty to twenty over Iowa State in a game that was fairly close for a bit. Twenty one ten coming out of the first yeah. quarter, and you thought clones are in it. Uh oh, what if? What are the odds Iowa State can keep it close? 20-point spread. They did not cover. Lost by 30. Not a statement game necessarily. Iowa State might fire Matt Campbell at the end yeah. of the year. One of the myriad of two and three bad Big 12 teams out there. I, um, man. If there is any game for Oklahoma Juju, that historic aspect, the ghosts of Oklahoma football, it's this weekend. It's this yes. weekend. This team got embarrassed there last year. Mm-hmm. Quarterback's back. And I'm not a huge Dylan Gabriel guy, but I got to say, looking at how we did against Iowa State, that offense is running better than I even thought. And they will play again in the SEC, Oklahoma, and Texas. But this is the, yes. the last Big 12 one. Yeah. You just got your... They might play again this year, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Just, that would be a real bad. It's a real Big chance. 12, that would the be rest real of the Big bad. 12 teams would be awful. Yeah. Uh, Texas Tech over Houston this week by 21 points. Houston is officially in the bad category. Texas Tech also Sim- two and three. Yes. Similar Almost to the same as Baylor. The fighting Baylor Bears. Obviously the Baylor game, UCF. And then West Virginia 24, TCU 21. How much does that shock you? Honestly, at this point, not a lot. I was surprised. TCU at home. Shouldn't have been losing that game. But I, we talk about the Rangers finding a way to get it done. Yeah. West Virginia finds a way to get it done right now, which is incredibly tough to do after the last few seasons that they've had. That they have had, they have leadership on that team. They clearly have a, a quiet confidence, almost rallying around the this is the worst team in the Big 12. That coach needs to get fired. How is that got fired already? They've kind of rallied around that. So not stunned, but yeah, a little surprised. I, I didn't know what, what you'd have from TCU this year. I think a lot more people were a lot more confident in what TCU, the program, does that I was not, having gone through what we went through with Baylor last year. Personally shocked. this year. Personally shocked that West Virginia is a good football team. This is not something that we saw coming. They they were the second worst-graded football team coming into this Big 12 season and have now become the juggernaut. The offensive line is great. They are a dark horse to be playing Texas. 100%. Arlington. Well, listen to this. I don't think it'll happen. But that's why they're a dark, that's why they're a dark horse. The rest of their schedule at Houston, West Virginia. Win. It's time to tell your children about five Win. and one West Dana, Virginia. Dana zero and one against West Virginia at home yep. against Oklahoma State. Tell your children about six and one West Virginia at UCF. If Baylor can do it, by God, what's what's the the small school over here? Um, Texas Texas Wind Texas Wind six yeah. man football. Yes, could win at UCF. Give me seven Texas and one win. West Virginia, BYU, but it's a home game. Again, yeah. traveling across the country, Drake. Real shot that somehow the team picked 14th in the Big 12. By the way, West Virginia was so bad, so bad, that Neil Brown said preseason to media, not, hey, we're going to be a, a good football team. Hey, we're going to, this is our year. We can win the Big 12. He didn't say what David Rand has been saying. We have a Big 12 winning championship roster. He said, and I quote, we won't finish last. Yeah. That's a start. Yep. 
That's that, a coach coaching for his life. I promise you all, we won't finish last. That's awesome. That is awesome. That is great. And he was correct. They've already won two games in Big 12 play. They will not finish last. After the home game against BYU, they get Oklahoma on the road. Tough. We'll give them a loss there. Tough. That's only two losses. Cincinnati at home, that's a win. Not as tough. <laughs> They're at 9-2 and two when they travel to Baylor, who at that point in time will be 8-3. and three. Naturally. And Winner is playing the next week. What a shootout. Right. Baylor at that point only one Big 12 loss. Could go to Arlington. What a... It's not going to happen, obviously. You know, what a wild conversation. What? Seriously? But if, but if, right, if we look up in two months, Dark two months horse, into the Drake man. Toll Dark show. Dark horse. Da, da, da. The, same, a, the same Drake Toll that picked TCU to finish 2-10 and ten last year. Yes. Putting that That's up. going to yep. be our, da, da, da. That's, that'll be the intro by, by then. Happy Monday, everybody. It's noon o'clock. Baylor, after a win against West Virginia, the improbable, headed to Arlington. Wow. Start telling your kids about it. It's the fact that it's still a possibility after five weeks of what we've seen that mathematically. It's two games into the conference schedule. It is amazing that that is, uh, that math- that is still on the table. It's that amazing. They control that destiny. Well, it's amazing Baylor's not 0 2. They, they do control yeah. it. They have the keys in hand to their they own. Do. Texas yeah. is out of the way. You know, everything else is in well, front do, of Well, do they? If OU runs the table? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, they would have had to have beat Texas. Yeah. Tiebreaker. Somebody anyway, who loses that You don't game. play them. Right. You'll play it. Depending on I what don't know how that there. works. But then this week it's Texas and Oklahoma in the Red River rivalry. Oh, there we go. It's that time of day. Ah, did you see that? It's supposed to the alarms, everybody's alarms are supposed to go off today at the same time, right? I think that's exactly what just happened. Wow. Oh, that's mine. Arkansas time, man. This is a it's test. Delay. <laughs> National wireless emergency alert system. Yeah, no, we got it. Okay. <laughs> just in case somebody out there is driving. Um, oh, man. Yeah, that- Someone's, like, in a therapy session right now. Someone's <laughs> giving a presentation. Someone's someone's delivering a eulogy. I was about to say at a funeral <laughs> or something oh, like man. that. That's terrible. What You know what, Colin? What's the worst place you could be when that and comes up? somebody in the back of the funeral listening to the Drake Toll Show. Someone performing the surgery who will then have, <laughs> will now have to give a eulogy because of that? Scalpel slipped. I forgot. Uh, I thought it was... I thought... It was 118. Just dropped the scalpel time. in his brain. <laughs> just. Texas and Oklahoma this week. Red River rivalry. <laughs> Dylan Almost. Gabriel. Hope they both lose. Give me Texas by 14. Cam? I'm going to pick OU. Ah, Why not? That's not fun. I don't even believe in them. I'm just going off vibes. Give an OU by three. I have been working on the railroad all day long. All the, all the live long day. All the live long is. day. Yeah. First song I ever learned. Really? The Eyes of Texas? Yeah, it's unfortunate. They are it? upon you. It, it does. Like, I, I really, I hate both of them. Gotcha. I hope they both lose. But it's it's tough when it's so, you know, border war here. You can hate root them. against Texas. You can I hate love them, the state the, of Texas so as much. As the all-Texas show, as the Drake Toll show is. I know. I know. I can be pro-law. I can't root for an institution representing Oklahoma over an institution representing Texas. Right. Soon to be SEC. Yeah, flagship. which will be is, great. We won't have to really worry about it. Hey, guess what? What? Joey McGuire used to coach at Baylor. Huh. That's right. Anywhere else. Would be, you think Baylor would be better off if Joey McGuire was the coach of Baylor and not Dave Aranda? This is the Drake Toll Show. 
This is ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Eric Sakura at Sakura Family Ford with my favorite cousin, Clint Sakura. Thanks, Eric. You've seen us on our TV commercials over the years, but our dads are always doing the talking. Now it's finally our turn to invite you to come see us for your next vehicle. Wait, hold on, Eric. Do you think there's a reason that we only get to talk on the radio? Uh, probably because the grandkids are cuter on TV. <laughs> That's true. Take the Sakura exit in West and come see us at Sakura Family Ford where our, our family, family makes, makes the, the difference. difference. As for Casasa Checking, it's our superpower. First Central Credit Union pays 5% APY on your checking account. There's no penalty in this game. Get great returns while having complete access to your cash. Get in motion with First Central's reward checking that refunds ATM fees nationwide. Enjoy an automatic savings feature that pays you too. It's a snap to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Eligibility and qualifications apply. APY annual percentage yield. Member NCUA. You're invited to experience the best carnival in Central Texas at the Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo this October. Grab the whole family and enjoy fun games, thrilling rides, and all your fair food favorites. Don't miss the opportunity to make memories that will last a lifetime. Purchase a fun pass at your local participating Sefco convenience stores for even more fun and excitement. Each one includes gated mission and unlimited carnival rides each day of the fair for only $90. Visit HotFair.com today for more information. Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers live from Levi's Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Morrison's Gifts, Waco's oldest family-owned gift store, has moved. Visit their new expanded location a few feet from their old space. Enjoy a new shopping experience with new product arriving weekly. At Morrison's, you'll find great Texas and American products like John Hart leather goods, Consuela bags and purses, locally sourced gourmet items, and great gift items for babies and kids. Can't decide? They specialize in designing custom gift baskets, local delivering, and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli. Brazos Valley Golf and Battery is a locally owned and operated sales specialist in Robinson, Texas. They carry new and refurbished automotive, commercial, lawnmower, marine, RV, and power sport batteries at better prices than any of the national chains. Need your battery checked? Visit Tommy and he'll do it for free. They also carry new and used golf carts, cart accessories, and do custom golf carts as well. Shop local. Brazos Golf and Battery on 77 in Robinson. Look them up on Facebook or Google. Brazos Golf and Battery. Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Como se dice, it is the Drake Toll Show. Drake Toll, Cameron Stewart, 
Aaron Sexton runs the board. Music Wednesday. What song is it? <sighs> I don't know. I believe this is Throw It Away by Linkin Park. The late Linkin Park. Very close. Bleed it out. Bleed it out. Whatever. Yeah, also Linkin Park. Bleed it out. Bleed it out. Take it deeper just to throw it away. Just to throw it away. I bet that hits somebody in our demographic that is not me. R.I.P. Steve Harwell. It's a it's it's a great beat. It is a kind of a deep. Cut. You see, Kurt Cobain died. What? You're gonna hate to hear no, how it next happened, you're gonna by the tell, way. next <laughs> you're gonna tell me Elvis. Oh, uh, it's in my dad's group chat. Somebody's gonna send that in there. No, I think I think that's ridiculous. Of course they know about that, but like the Michael Jackson death, I think that could be coming in the next. I, I'm gonna send it to at least make sure they know. Farrah Fawcett. They definitely missed that same one. It was on day. the same day. Same day. They, that's definitely a group of people. Well, they're probably a little yeah. too young for Farrah Fawcett. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. Like my John. dad's group chat would be Farrah Fawcett. Farrah Fawcett. Should Texas Baylor, Longhorn. Should Baylor have hired Joey McGuire instead of Dave Aranda? This is an idea that I saw on the Locked On Baylor podcast this morning. Huh. And I thought. Your first listen every day. What an interesting topic. Because this was, this has been discourse for now weeks even dating back to last season as texas tech was doing so well recruiting well the nil deal and for at least two hours after baylor lost to texas state we all kind of looked at each other and thought yep yep should have brought joey yep should have been joining the players and then a couple of hours real time later he lost (laughs) to (laughs) wyoming and the murmurs got a little bit quieter so i posed to Today's guest, the host of Locked On Baylor, Cameron Stewart, should Baylor have hired Joey McGuire instead of Dave Aranda? Should Baylor fans want Joey McGuire? Want, maybe. Should they have hired him? No. No. And I do think Joey's going to be a successful head coach. Um, I think he's on that path. They're not there yet. But you know why I say no, Drake? Because I really enjoyed the 2021 season. Winning the Big 12, winning the Sugar Bowl, it was a lot of fun. And we had that with Dave Aranda. Yeah. You can't just say, I know it was a lot of Matt Rule's guys, but you can't just say you would have had that with Joey McGuire too. You know, it's like these NBA trades when yeah. you want to trade for a draft pick or keep a draft pick instead of this superstar. Well, one's already a superstar. Uh-huh. We already had that season. Mitchell Trubisky and Patrick Mahomes. Sure. Sure. But, I mean, would you be in the same spot this season? Probably. And I think there's a lot of things that Joey does that would... I I mean, we talk about both these teams are 2-3 and right now, but the fan base are in very different spots. Not just because Dave's been there two years longer than than Joey has at Tech, but the fact that there is something tangible in the hope stratosphere for Tech. The way Joey's recruited, he's bringing in... The biggest recruit they've ever gotten, Micah Hudson, down the road at Lake Belton, five-star wide receiver. He had his pick of anywhere in the country. He chose Texas Tech because of Joey McGuire. And the NIL deals that they have been able to work out that Baylor has not been able to work out in a school with a very similar athletic profile. You know, maybe some more money being a state school. But overall, more of this, the same athletic profile. You know, they're not big schools. So... Go, go ahead. Question. I mean, that's basically what I was getting at, is that so, you would have that hope, and I would love to have that hope that Joey McGuire brings, and everyone in college football loves having that rah-rah, you know, spirited kind of guy who loves Lubbock, and if he loved Waco the same way, it'd be great, but having 
done. I mean, Dave's already accomplished something. Joey hasn't as a head coach. Dave has accomplished something. He's won championships. And that's that's more important to me. Now, putting it all things equal, yeah, I think Baylor will probably get rid of Dave Aranda before Texas Tech gets rid of Joey McGuire. Or... And he might well have more success, but the or jury's Dave still out. leaves, or yeah, I think Joey is is going to be at Texas Tech. So the the conversation of whether or not Baylor made the right decision going with Aranda over Joey McGuire, two five four six six two sixteen sixty CMC Auto Group phone line two five four six six two sixteen sixty taking calls right now on the CMC Auto Group phone line. The to me the idea is if you merge Dave Aranda with Joey McGuire, you would create you got the, the perfect football coach, coach, the greatest head coach of all time. Because Dave has the X's and O's that I don't know that Joey has. I no one don't has, know. No one has ever looked at Joey McGuire and said like, ah, you know what? He's never been a coordinator. He's a genius of of the X's and the O's. Well, what was he like? Tight end coach for? I mean, they, yeah, just, yeah, he position kind of, coach. Two, I think two different positions. Move and then him, put him wherever. Head coach. Just let him do whatever. Yeah, he was he was the glue guy. The rah rah. Yeah, I mean, they brought him in to recruit, and that's exactly what he does. Dave is this unbelievable football mind that controls the game so well, X's and O's, take a group of freshman DBs and make them powerhouse. Joey is going to win the press conference. Oh, yeah. He's going to win the recruiting battle. Like, you know, you think about it. If I am a 17-year-old kid, this is objective. I'm a 17-year-old kid on my couch. Dave Aranda walks in. Appreciate being here. I just want to tell you a bit about what we do. And, you know, from that point, I'm like, oh, this, this is going to be a long conversation. you got to be a special type of kid, special type of to kid. To realize what that's going to benefit. How and that's your gonna parents benefit. probably do. Your parents are saying, hey, this is what we need to go with. And then Joey McGuire comes in and <laughs> kicks just the door like down. That. He's screaming. <laughs> do we He's get that like, isolated air? Hey, hey, can I, get, I, can I get a glass of water? Some kind of the Joey McGuire is just fist pumping. He's pumped coming they, in with that riz that Nick Saban did in uh, the blind side. In the blind he walks side. in the door. And Ordron yeah. walks in and Mishpot, Ishpot, Odaya. Yeah, Dave Aranda. No, he's in. He's already hand. sweating. He had AC in the car. He's already sweating. Dave Aranda picks up the broken door with his mind and replaces it, and then makes an analogy about how this door has now become whole. Yeah. And that is the difference between Joey McGuire and Dave Aranda. One man has broken in your door to recruit you. The other man has repaired your door to recruit you. But if I'm a high school kid, I kind of like the guy that broke the door down. I kind of like it. I kind of like The energy is palpable. It is. And if you're, I mean, yeah, it's if like. If you're a Texas Tech tortilla throwing, you know, Lubbock is, it's all West Texas. You probably like it, it too. It runs through Lubbock. Baby. I don't think Joey McGuire would have worked at Baylor culturally especially post-2016. Now, Baylor's... why do you think that? So, here's why. <laughs> okay. Are you saying that facetiously? Like, you're really No, like you're no, I, okay. I, I think, actually, Baylor would love a guy like Joey. I don't think so. Baylor had a, a glimpse of it with Rule. Rule wasn't near as pow, pow, pow. Rule didn't, like, come Or seemingly with, authentic, to be with fair. With holsters. Rule had a little bit of the used car salesman to him. You know, he had the, he had the one-liners and the coach speak. Uh, was a different coach in front of the cameras than he was at the practice field. From all that we've Who among heard. us, right? That's yeah. that's everybody else is the same way. Every coach is like that. Rule was very much that way. Dave even keel the same way on Baylor Plus as he is in front of the media. Joey would have been a quick fire, loud, you know, poppy, 
head coach with a Baylor program that it seems like in this era just kind of wants to stay out of the limelight. Joey would have been at the forefront of I want to do a blackout. Joey would yeah, have been I at the mean, in of- terms of in terms of the the fan engagement and the um and the press conferences uh-huh. and that kind of off the field stuff, he would have been the same as Art Bryles, who was great. Maybe at a uniting l- the fan base. And- even I would say even better. Probably. Yeah, I mean, I can I could go with that. Yeah, he's he's got more energy than Bryles did. Yeah, he's got more of a. They lost to Wyoming, and I still I his press conference. He won. He won. He won the fan base. Baylor lost to Texas State. Dave Aranda did not win the press conference. He did not win the fan base, which is part of why you make millions of dollars as a head coach, is to win the fan base. Fifty seventh highest ranked, highest paid coach in the nation. By the way, Dave Aranda or Joey McGuire. Uh, Dave Aranda. Really? Do we know that tax returns? Uh, yeah, yes, some list came out yesterday. <laughs> so, with Dave, the reason I think that Baylor, the administration, would not have loved Joey is because of that kind of Rembrandt style, the says a lot of stuff. Now, I love it. Yeah. As a college football fan, that's my kind of football coach. As a Baylor fan, you're out there probably thinking that's what that was one of the areas where you love the Bryles era or the rule era was this highfalutin yeehaw. But, Not the Jim Grove era? Yeah. Guy Morris? Kevin Steele could talk. Kevin Steele could Steel talk. Kevin Steele could talk. Um, and he can coach. If you're defense. Baylor, if you're the administration, if you're the university and you're trying to fit this mold post-2016 of, hey, let's stay out of the limelight, let's be an excellent university, let's try to attract as little negative attention as possible, no controversy, uh, the closest that Dave has gotten is in a at Rudy's saying, black is my favorite I like color uniform. uniform yeah. Right. Joey would have been on the – like there would have been a huge clash there because he would want to expedite the process on some of the cool stuff that Baylor shies away from because of what happened in the Art Bryles era. But, so, but I just think they, he would be able to do that. It would be more seamless. I don't, I don't think so. Knowing, okay. All knowing, right. I think he would have been a great fit. Well, look at the way that Baylor— you know, not saying he should have been hired, but I think he would have been a great fit. At, at, administrationally, from a university standpoint, of course not. I don't think so at all. I don't think he would have fit that brand. Based on what they have brought, what they have done with the Dave Aranda era of Baylor football, where it's become, let's be honest, boring. Yes. That's, uh, I don't know if they were— well, and they're, but they're cool with it. If they wanted it to be lame from the from the outset, Joey McGuire wouldn't do a gold out. I know he's not lame like that. Right, he would be blackout. Let's go. Let's do, you know. And that's why I think there would be a clash between Baylor, Big Baylor, not the fans, but Big Baylor and Joey McGuire. And I think you kind of touched on it. Yeah, Joey, I mean, if you're winning football games, I from it doesn't really matter. I know that's not what we're talking about, but. I think if, if he's in there and he's winning and he's got the fans behind him, I, I just think it, well, I think it works out. At some point, the university's <laughs> hands are tied, and they have to be like, "Well, I guess we love him," you know. And I think they did yeah. like him when he was here, but he also wasn't the head coach. Which is, I mean, a little bit, what, a little bit what they did with Kim Mulkey for years. Well, here's the, the text line, CNC Collision text line. Joey is a lot like Coach Bryles. A lot, yeah. And is that what, you know, is that what the university You think said? they might have maybe afraid of that a little That's bit. what I think. That's why I don't think culturally he would have been a great fit as the Baylor head coach because it would have been, I they would have been scared about what is he going to say next. It's the same reason Kim Mulkey is, uh, not same, similar reason Kim Mulkey yeah. is not the coach of Baylor. Di- yeah, because, different kind of, it's because, still a disconnect between the administration and, right. and what the coach is oh, going no, to say. Oh no, what is she going to yeah. say? Oh no, what is Joey going to say? And it's not that Joey would say anything that would get anybody in trouble at a at a normal school, 
Baylor's not a normal school. They're very open about that. Baylor has this commitment to, to Christian faith, which is very admirable. But they would not, the administration would not have been like, oh, yes, open arms. We love everything that, that Joey does. He culturally would not be the fit the administration wants in comparison to Dave Aranda. Yeah, I think he's perfect for tech, to be honest. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I, not that that was going to be absolutely. one or the other, but he is tech just great for that school. Effectively, Arkansas, he'd be great yeah. in Fayetteville. He'd be great at Auburn. He'd be great at almost any SEC school. And that's school. why I just... I. That's why I hope he gets some success. I, I think mean, we haven't would, seen it yet. He would not be good at days. A&M because I don't know if anybody would be good at A&M. You can't, I don't know what, maybe Aranda would win at A&M. You might, think need, so? you might need that kind of coach that just does, that has no social media. And it's just like, dude, because think about the amount of coaches, like the Sumlins. Sumlin was pretty fiery. Jimbo, obviously. Get a coach in there who just hear no evil, RC. see no evil. I'm just, yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm going to be in my office. Paul Bryant. I'm not, I'm, 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 we're going to be done. We're just going to win football games. I think A&M needs that. They, they wouldn't win with a Joey, but most schools in the SEC. They would do well to win some football games. Joe, look at Sonny Dykes at, at TCU. Baylor doesn't want that. Baylor has every opportunity to go have the hypno, hypno bear. They yeah. just don't want it. They're not, yeah. And Joey would want that, and therein would lie the issue. We have taken this from a conversation of, would you prefer Dave Aranda mm. over Joey McGuire? Who would win more to who would have fit Baylor more? And I think that that question. Who I would think have fit from Baylor a fan more? standpoint, like if you're talking about, you know, winning the press conference and connecting with the fans, this isn't even necessarily a knock on Aranda, but I think everyone's going to pick Joey McGuire. Like as a college football fan, he's the rah rah. It runs through Lubbock. Like yeah, from it's a fan standpoint, of course, oh spectacular. You want that, but I think with with obviously the points you make about the administration, but in terms of my selection of still taking Dave is. I don't know what Joey is as a coach. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if he even brings those rule guys to to the pinnacle. Uh, I know that Dave Aranda is a genius. That's that's kind of why at the beginning of the season when everything was going really bad and it's still just okay for Baylor after that big win on Saturday is I just know at some point he can draw up a game plan and, and win a game for you just by his, by his scheme. And I don't know that Joey can do that. We haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Grumpy old fan says there is a distinction between Baylor administration and and really where the fan base was oh, or has been it is a massive disconnect right and it's and and I, I think it's slowly maybe patching we'll we'll see right time will I, I hope it does uh, grumpy old really fan also says national alert worst location any cell phone emporium had to be a tough day oof had to be a yeah, real that's tough real tough day display cases everywhere just oh, those awful. cell phone kiosks where they probably didn't even know that was coming oh my gosh you see what time it is? No. It's the witching hour. The Texas Rangers. The Tampa Bay Rays. It's the Central Texas ESPN Central Texas pregame show on the Drake Toll Show. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. The future of joint pain relief is here. It's QC Kinetics. Advanced Regenerative Medicine. This is amazing stuff. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. If you've been told more steroids or surgery are your only options, don't be so fast. Get a second opinion. Learn more about how you can harness your body's own healing agents to attack that joint pain. I've got pain in my neck from a bicycle accident. This is long-lasting relief. QC Kinetics doesn't mask the pain. These treatments go to the very root of the problem. Using concentrated healing properties, place 
directly in your joint to restore and repair that damaged tissue. Life is about motion. QC Kinetics is giving people their lives back with these all-natural treatments. Call the local medical professionals and get a free consultation today. Call 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. That's QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. Are you looking for an air conditioning and heating company that is family-owned and operated, is local, and offers honest and fair pricing? Haddock's Heating and Air specializes in residential service and installation, plus new construction projects for homeowners throughout Central Texas. They service all makes and models and offer free estimates. Check out their five-star rating on Google Reviews. Haddock's Heating and Air, 254-301-5373. And check them out on Facebook, licensed TACLB1062718. Hi, I'm Baylor alum Dave Smith with RockMyMortgage.com. As an independent mortgage broker with 116 residential and commercial lenders, RockMyMortgage.com is your best option when you need real estate financing. With over 25 years as a mortgage consultant, I'll have you in, out, and saving money with no lender fees and low rates. Whether it's for your personal home, vacation home, or investment property, I have all the options. RockMyMortgage.com, powered by Edge Home Finance, represents you, the Baylor fan, not some big lending company. If you're looking to get pre-approved, visit me at RockMyMortgage.com today. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. All Around Maintenance is your complete janitorial and construction cleanup service. Whether you're looking for someone to clean your business or you need quick cleanup after a big construction, All Around Maintenance handles the nitty-gritty. We're real Central Texans, working with your schedule to satisfy your needs since 1996. We'll leave your office, school, restaurant, industrial facility, house of worship, or apartment complex spotless at an honest rate. Visit us today at allaroundmaintenance.net. That's allaroundmaintenance.net. Let us do the dirty work. The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. And when it's time for a new car, truck, or SUV, Bird Colgen Ford is the right call. Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models like the Mustang, Explorer, Expedition, F-150, and Super Duty. Bird Colgen Ford proudly supports all Central Texas athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at Bird Colgen Ford. Experience better at Bird Colgen Ford. King of the road. Raise your hand if you're a Secretariat fan. At UBO Business Services, Secretariat is our inspiration. Secretariat gave his finest performance in the 1973 Belmont Stakes. He completed the race in a record 2 minutes, 24 seconds, winning by a record 31 lengths. This is our inspiration. Our goal is to outpace our competitors by providing an unrivaled customer experience. Reach out to UBO Business Services by calling Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Great food and a hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe. Popular breakfast choices are the Hungry Man Special. Two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns. 
and the Rocket Breakfast Burritos, sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes. And daily lunch specials include free dessert. And check out the Rocket Burgers with their one-third pound fresh, never-frozen patties. Rocket Cafe is only open Friday nights for home games, and that night features their famous all-you-can-eat catfish special. A Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe. All the small things. Nailed it. Just nailed it. By smashing pumpkins. Drake Toll alongside Cameron Stewart and Aaron Sexton. There's a place off Bagby Avenue. The Drake Toll Show. It is the witching hour. The Rays and the Rangers. dramatic effect. (laughs) Welcome to the ESPN Central Texas MLB pregame show. The Rangers, Nathan Evaldi, 363 ERA. Yeah, I mean, it's a, t- it's a tale of two halves. And Second then, half has not been that strong. In September, <clears throat> not so good. No. He actually was really, really bad. And his walk started to go up. That's the thing. A 192 whip, a 930 earned run average, over 20 and one-third innings in September. Babip's still good. Babip, good. It's gone down each of the last two years. He was part of the reason. The Rangers struggled to win the AL West down the stretch because when you had him out there and thought, all right, this is an automatic win, it's Nathan Eovaldi. He not. did not do the winning thing. Now, since August 1st, that remember, August was kind of a bad month there for a while, like 4-20 mm-hmm. there for a stretch. Pretty bad, yeah. Since August 1st against righties, the Rangers have had 788 OPS, 23.5% strikeout rate, 10.2% mm. walk rate, not as bad, not as bad as it could be. Considering could be worse, yeah. Bad, considering how bad the team struggled. How bad the team struggled in August yeah. and a portion of September. In that same time frame off right-handers, eight batters, eclipsing a 320 XW OBA. Oh, I love a good XWOBA. <laughs> I love a good XWOBA. What was that again, 320? Yes. That's that's a good WOBA. That's in fact that is what three hundred is to batting average. That Corey Seager, good WOBA, four hundred. Not great. It's good. Corey Seager, four hundred. Ah, uh, Eflin a three fifty ERA. This is this is the bad part. Eflin's been good at baseball. Eflin's good. I mean, it's two pros, pros, man. But Evaldi has gone down so far. Did you know Evaldi's opponent, um, Velo, is eighty eight miles per hour. Exit speed is like 88 mm. miles per hour. That's pretty good. That's insanely good. That's pretty good. That's that's what that's what Montgomery would have had yesterday. Here, it's my notes. Exit velocity allowed, 88.9 miles per hour. That's insane. That's, that's stupid, soft stupid contact. low. Yeah. And for his, a guy that's not like a I mean, he, he's got a good slider, like he's not but he's not a paint the corners kind of guy. No, he, and he throws a, hard too. Yes, he's a like fastball a, thrower. Not still. a Brad Johnson up there lobbing you curveballs. You're yeah. hitting 89 miles an hour. This uh, is a guy who can pump it mid 90s. Occasionally, your little 97, 98. I mean, you heard Bryce talk about it earlier. Not he, right now. He's gonna. He is gonna bust that out. I don't know. He's gonna be 95 and above. I don't know. I'm telling you, I watched him do this for years. He get to the playoffs. It was like he was saving something. He cut it loose. 97. His ground ball rate. This is, this he blew the, he blew one by Bregman in 2018. I know that's five years ago, but it was like 101 
in the sixth or seventh inning in an ALCS game. Uh, all that to say, he can he can still bring it. So probably now it's ninety seven, ninety eight. But mm. yeah, I uh, I was actually really surprised by his ground ball rate fifty two percent ground ball rate. So he he draws a lot That's of soft contact. Yep. He draws a lot of ground balls. I gave you I gave you the X factor overall in Evan Carter. Yeah, yeah. You in still the pitching think, staff. You in think the pitching Evan staff. Carter is the X factor today? No, like no Evan Carter no. doesn't. If, if, Evan, if Carter Evan Carter goes Carter, for four with three strikeouts, the Rangers are not going to win. No, but I think chance. he could just be some good gravy for them. Right? You're not expecting a ton out of a kid that young who's just come in, uh, but he's he's a bonus. Now, an X factor in the pitching staff has to be Nathan Valdi. Because I think uh, you didn't expect seven shutout innings from Montgomery yesterday. That was a pleasant surprise, right? And you can't. But, but he's your uh, ace right now. You expect that that that's going to be your game one guy, him him or Dunning, uh, whoever's. Oh, what? and please what? God, what? please God, win today. Because if Dunning goes out again tomorrow on short that, short see, rest, that's, what, that's one of the things I'm talking <laughs> about. Double short rest, but also just. If you have what Evaldi has been in the postseason in the past, which has been a good stopper, a number one guy at times, then essentially you're rolling with two number ones and then Dane Dunning. You're in, you're in good shape starting pitching-wise. You're not like book it for the World Series. You're probably not better than your next opponent, but you're feeling good about yourself. But and it all feel it, it relies on Evaldi giving you quality starts. You get to game six of the ALDS if it gets to that. Can it get to that? Dong. Can it get to that? Dong. Oh no, it would be. It, it wouldn't. The Rangers aren't very good at the whole home atmosphere thing. It would be the battery for your Texas Rangers. Pitching for the Rangers today, Max Scherzer. Scherzer on the mound, and the whole place just wah. <laughs> Adolis Garcia. Garcia bats third. How many Ranger That's games what it'll you been be. To? I've many? been to enough to to know that to, to know, know that you nailed just, that. Yeah. It's not, you know. And I listen to the Rangers games on the radio, and it's just even keel. You know, it's a blooper to the right side. In comes Billy Garcia, makes the catch. That's three up, three down in the bottom of the second. That's pretty straight laced, man. It really is. It's a pretty straight laced product. It the Texas really, Rangers baseball really is from pretty much every facet. Yeah, but including good. the ballpark. Good old fashioned, which baseball. I've complained about for years since it opened. Yeah. Well, yeah, you I mean, it's years. nice. It's fine. Yeah, there have it's... been playoff games played at, at Globe yes. Life Field. World Series games. Yeah, there have been playoff games played at Globe Life Field. And Corey Seager does well in them. Yes, also true. He is Corey really Seager well has in played in the World Series at Globe Life yeah. Field. Yeah, NLCS MVP there. Uh, the bad news today, Zach Eflin on the mound. This is So the good news is Evaldi, right? Well, we the good know. news, I mean, you kind of buried it a little bit there, but Max Scherzer was throwing today. He was. At the trial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I'm got saying, it just after Bryce was out there. Game six, right the ALDS. I think Max Scherzer goes Yeah, out I think it's you... still a best of five. Game five of the ALDS. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> when are we going to pick that? It's been a games? while, it's man. Been Ten years. <laughs> it has been a while. I've always said it should be seven games, man. I haven't had to worry about this one in a while. Now we have that conversation. We're having the well, pitch over, clock conversation. Over today. under yesterday's attendance today. Oh, yesterday at 19,000. They were br- the, the least in a playoff game. I think we bl- brushed past that. Least in a playoff well, game since 1919. Think about this. They there were, were some other things going on. They were just coming out of a war. A great war. Yeah, they were, they There were was a war. flu going around. Think, okay. And one team was literally throwing the World Series. They were intentionally losing the game. Sheila's Joe. Yeah. 
the ringleader. Made a movie about it. They the let's consider this. Let's do if it. If you berate the fan base into if you berate the fan base for only having nineteen thousand, does that add more or less people today? Because in the in Baylor's case, when we come out, we're like, yeah, bad crowd on Saturday. The next Saturday's worse. Yeah, I I wonder if oh if there was a day off today and there was a game tomorrow, like a game two was tomorrow instead. I think the place would have been packed out with Texas Rangers fans. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if they're not going to go, oh, I didn't even know this was an option. Let's look at the ticket prices. Oh, it's 20 bucks. Yeah. Let's book a flight out there. Let's see right now. I mean, we are, what, 10, 15 minutes from... Do you have a live shot there, or are you just checking tickets? I'm checking, I'm checking tickets right now. I, I'm assuming that... The these are like these ridiculous ticket commercials that you'll see that, that right. are like... Oh, these people are at the game that I just saw on TV. Let's just go buy tickets and get there now. Uh, this is for Wednesday, October 4th. $27. Mm. You, sir, could be the proud owner of two tickets to see oh. the Rangers and the Rays play a postseason they even, October baseball game. Are they even tarping the upper deck? They do that in the regular season. Oh, are their upper deck seats they available? They didn't tarp it yesterday. Oof. So it was just Probably empty. should do that. Probably should do that it again. It was just really gross and empty. I mean, if you're a player, too, do you want to do that? Do you look around and think, this is my city? Uh, well, I think at Tampa, I think with Tampa, they have become conditioned to it. Yeah, Like, they, they do this the whole season. I right. think they just block right. it out completely. You're right. And I love the, the whole big thing of why they can't get fans there is St. Petersburg is so tough to get to. And if you've ever been to that area, it's true. It is really tough to get to, especially that time of night. But they're building a new ballpark, Drake. Did you see that? I did, yeah. It looks did really you see nice. where it's going to be? Tampa. St. Petersburg. Oh. <laughs> Cool ballpark. Kick it out of their own way. Stuck around St. Petersburg. Eflin. Black. He's Eflin good. Eflin, See what I did there? Uh, yeah. I told you how good Evaldi is. Eflin, 50% ground ball rate. Opponent, exit velo, 87.5 miles per hour. He's one of those guys where if he's like your third starter, you're like, this is a World Series team. Yes. And granted, he technically is their third starter when McClanahan's hurt. Strikes out 26.5% of batters and walks 3.5%. Mm-hmm. Sign me up. Take the under today, meaning the over. Just like you hit. did yesterday. Throw LeClerc for as much as he wants. Martin Perez, set it up. LeClerc come and shove, shut the door again. Cody Bradford shuts it out, shuts it down in the 14th inning. Rangers one, Rays zero. If wow. that's going to be the script this postseason, then let it be the script. Rangers get one run in the... But you you would hate you would hate that though, one my, nothing. My, my that'll last half, like three hours. Ninety minute game. Yeah, my you don't want that. Game would be terrible. Give me uh, a good five three and in twelve innings, and it goes for five twenty three. Uh, Ivaldi over under four and a half strikeouts today. Over why not? Ah, uh. Rays get shut out yesterday. They're overcompensated today. He's still got good stuff. He's gonna blow blow it by some of those guys. Eflin over under five. Under my mortgage on my mortgage on over, I'm I'm going under. I think five. Yeah, I think the Rangers turn it around. He gets six today. They had eleven strikeouts yesterday. I know. I think they turn it around. I think they knock him around early to get him knocked out early. Final score prediction. Go. Give me the Rangers. What? Seven to two. Give me the Texas Rangers. Final what? score of. You already gave it. What did I say? You're sticking by that 1-0. All right, 1-0. Texas Rangers win. That's Cameron Stewart.
That is Aaron Sexton running the mothership. This has been the Witching Hour. And your ESPN Central Texas Rangers Rays pregame show. This. See you guys tomorrow. The Baylor Coaches Show, tonight at 7 p.m. With the voice of the Bears, John Morris, here on ESPN.